Sisters and brothers in Christ and fellow heirs of the Reformation, will you please join me for a word of prayer? Great and gracious God, fountain source of every good gift, this day we pause to remember a great gift that you brought back into the forefront of our lives through the work of Dr. Martin Luther, that we are justified by grace alone through faith alone. Help us, Lord, to join Luther in standing firm on that great truth which alone sets us free as we celebrate the blessings of this day. In Jesus' name we pray it. Amen. It was on a Saturday afternoon 496 years ago on this day in history that a German monk by the name of Martin Luther took a hammer and fastened 95 statements to the church door at Wittenberg, Germany. The sound of that hammer some have compared to the first shots fired at Lexington and Concord, which were the beginning of the Revolutionary War. Luther's actions set loose, set loose a change in history. Those who study human affairs have sometimes called these change points hinges of history. Suddenly, history takes an entirely different direction. And frequently, those first shots fired are followed by the real struggles yet to come. And for Luther, that was certainly true. One of the great struggles he faced took place in the year 1521 in the city of Worms, Germany. Luther had written extensively about his concerns and convictions about the state of the church. He felt that through the centuries, things had taken place which obscured the main message of the gospel, that we are justified by God's grace through faith. What he had said and written ring true in the hearts of many people, his followers, but it also raised a deep concern in the lives of others, particularly the officials of church and state. So to deal with Luther and his followers, they called a council in the city of Rome that ran for about four months in the early months of 1521, Finally, he was given a chance to respond, either to reaffirm what he had said or to recant. The day that he stood before the council, he was given an extra day to consider his response. That evening, an emissary of the papal party came to him seeking to undermine his confidence with certain questions. He said, what if your friends forsake you? What if they leave you all alone? Then where will you be? He pondered his answer, and this is what he said, Then, as now, in the hands of God. The next day, April the 18th, he stood before the council, and he gave his final answer to the question, to the option, and this is a brief version of what he said, Unless I am convinced by Scripture and plain reason, my conscience is captive to the Word of God. I cannot and will not recant here I stand, I cannot do otherwise, God help me, amen. What a hinge of history it was because it impacts our lives still today. Now we need to move back even further in time to the most important of all hinges of history. It took place on a Friday that we now call good, but it did not look good for Jesus that day. Previous Sunday, he had ridden into the city of Jerusalem amid cries of Hosanna. Hands were raised in applause and welcome, but by Thursday, the climate had changed. The officials of church of that time felt that he was a threat. 
and that he and his followers somehow or other need to be dealt with. Jesus saw it coming, and he warned his disciples that when the chips were down, they would turn tail and they would run. His friends would forsake him, but they said, it'll never happen. We would rather die than forsake you, but you know what happened. And the worst thing that happened was not what hate-filled hands did when they nailed his holy hands to the cross. It was not even that his friends forsook him and fled. It was far worse than that, for it appeared that the God in heaven had turned his back on his son. And it brought forth the most heart-rending cry you will ever imagine, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And then a calm and a serenity seemed to come to the heart and mind of Jesus. And he prays. He prays a very simple prayer, probably taught to him by his mother, Mary, as every good Jewish mother tried to teach her children this sort of, now I lay me down to sleep kind of prayer, found recorded in Psalm 31, 5, into your hands I commend my spirit. But Jesus adds an extra introductory word. Not my God, but Father. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And then it is finished, and the darkness of Friday comes to the splendor of Sunday, and Jesus Christ is alive and our Savior forevermore. Talk about the most important hinge of history. Before we leave that scene, there's one other person that we need to visit for just a moment. If you want a poster child for salvation by grace alone, this is certainly the man. A criminal, by his own admission, justly condemned, facing the death sentence, a hardened heart. But as he watches and listens to Jesus and his responses and attitude, that man's heart melts. And he prays a very simple prayer. Lord, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus honored that prayer. It was the hinge of that man's history. And Jesus opened the door by saying, today, today I tell you, you will be with me in paradise. Talk about a change point and a hinge of history in one person's life. And now it's time to bring this down to the here and the now, to you and to me, and to our personal history. The time is coming for each one of us when we will walk through that lonesome valley unaccompanied by any of our friends or any of our family. And when we exit on the other side, we're going to face the question put to Luther. Where will you be then? We know the answer to that provided by our Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to take our stand where Luther did on Jesus Christ, the solid rock. We need to join that dying thief in the prayer, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I don't know about you, but I try to pray every morning and at night. 
But at night, I'm tired, and I have a hard time getting my mind around long and eloquent prayers. Frequently, I resort to the very simple prayer taught to Jesus by his mother. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Luther recommends that, by the way, in his morning and evening prayer. He he has these words contained. Into your hands I commit myself, body and soul, and all things. Do that, and you'll know the answer to the question, whether it's your last day or night on earth, then where you will be safe and secure in the hands of our gracious God. In the name of Jesus, amen.